Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to A Touch of Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Charland, a woman on a mission to make you a better friend to yourself. I'm a cognitive somatic and intuitive healer, meaning I help you to align your mind, body, and soul. The intention behind the work I do is to help you to heal your past trauma, unblock your chakras, connecting with your guides and become the most awakened and abundant version of yourself. Through a range of science, holistic and energetic methods, I help others to step into a life full of love and full of intention. I hope this episode adds a touch of clarity into your day. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be doing a different type of episode today where we will be doing a Q&A. So a couple weeks ago on my Instagram story, I put up a little question box and I got you guys to ask me any questions to do with the business, my personal life, spirituality, self-development, mental health, all of that good stuff. And today I have tried to group them or do questions that were asked like multiple times by different people um, and I picked roughly about 10 to answer on today's show so I'm really really excited to do a different type of podcast episode and if you like this more kind of interactive style of an episode please send me a dm on instagram and let me know or even screenshot this episode and pop it onto your story so that way I know to do these more regularly So we have a lot actually going on behind the scenes at A Touch of Clarity at the moment. I have really started to focus on next year and especially on the first quarter of next year. And I'm so excited to be planning a lot of online offerings because I know a lot of people are in different states or in a different country or maybe don't want to drive to Adelaide Hills. So I'm offering or creating a lot of offers so that I can accommodate for more people. I love the in-person stuff, I really do. I think connecting with people face-to-face and being able to hug people and really feel their energy is so beautiful, but I know that that's not always going to be achievable for every single person that wants to work with me. So I'm really, really excited to be creating some group offerings and also some one-on-one offerings that will be done predominantly online. I have the most exciting offer coming all to do with manifestation, which I just think is so beautiful. I know myself and a lot of my clients have spent a huge portion of 2022 just like going through it, (laughs) really going through like this huge process and this huge rebirth and I feel like a lot of us are on the other side of that and it's really beautiful that that's kind of like wrapping up towards the end of 2022 so that we can step into this new year with fresh energy, a fresh vision and just ready to absolutely step up and like smash goals. I know for me that's like literally where I'm at. I'm like okay I've shedded so much and I'm now ready to reap the reward of going through this huge dark period 
now I've transitioned to the light and I'm just ready, ready to call in all of that beautiful stuff. I feel like I'm ready to up level and I know a lot of my clients are feeling the same. So yeah, I just wanted to share that I have got so much going on behind the scenes. I am currently studying my NLP hypnotherapy and timeline qualification. So I have a week long immersive in December, which I just know is going to be so amazing and already like just by doing the pre-study for the course like I'm learning so much that I'm already implementing into the business and into my client sessions so I can't imagine how much more I'm going to learn within this week-long immersion in December it's just going to be amazing so I'm really really excited for that next year I have got my yoga training qualification that I will be doing so soon a touch of clarity will be offering some one-on-one yoga and potentially some group yoga classes as well and maybe some online which I'm really excited about there's just lots going on even more that I can't share yet because it's still very much so in the works but yeah, I am just feeling all the good feels with the business at the moment. I think I went through a period of like stagnation, which I'm, as I mentioned, on the other side of now. And I'm just so motivated and just feel like my spark for the business has like came back and is like reignited and I'm just ready. So I think this episode is going to be super juicy um, and yeah, I cannot wait. So let's dive into the first question, which I wasn't sure if I was actually going to include. Um, And it was, as I said, like most of these questions that I chose, like came up a few times and this one definitely did. Um, And it said, how are you really? You constantly ask on your stories how everyone is doing, but how are you? And I was like, oof, this is a big one. Um, If you'd asked me a few days ago, it would have been a very different answer. I would have been like, yep, super good, high vibe, like transitioning, feeling amazing. Today, not so much. I actually was going to record this episode yesterday um, and then like pretty much get it out. But I have been going through some grief at the moment. So I lost somebody really close to me um, only a couple days ago. So going through the healing process of that, um, it's been a lot. I think I often forget that I'm also human as well as a healer. And yes, I do have like this huge toolbox that I can lean on and potentially do cope with life. Um, a little bit easier sometimes having these tools and this like unwavering faith that I can like lean on but I'm also human I also need to honor how I feel and right now it's heavy it's really really heavy so I'm like sitting with that I'm honoring that I had a really close friend of mine remind me that yesterday they said to me how would you treat a client who was coming to you with what you're going through because I said something to them about like, yeah, not feeling my best, but like gonna power through and like smash the day. And they were like, you don't need to smash the day. You can honor how you feel. And it's been a learning curve for me to come back to honoring my feelings. Yes, I'm a healer. Yes, I work in self-development. And yes, I have all of these tools, But sometimes you just need a day in bed to cry and go through grief. And grief is such a interesting journey, I think, 
I think you never really know how you're going to feel. Um, so going through it, I'm just trying to be trying to be as kind to myself as I can and honor how I'm feeling. And that's why I decided to put this question in because I was like, I could definitely sit here and be like, yeah, really good. Like, you know, high vibe, everything. But I want to be as raw and open with you guys as I can be. I share a lot on my podcast and my Instagram but sometimes there's certain things that you obviously don't want to share when you're going through them and something that I really want to do and something that I really want to prioritize next year is sharing more of the behind the scenes of the business and of my life. I'm transitioning through a touch of clarity just being the wellness center and just being about self-development and spirituality and more about being a way of living. I've come to the conclusion that my business is bigger than just the 90 or 60 minute session that you have with me. It is about the knock on effect that these tools and practices and sessions have to your whole life. So it's very much about showing up and living a soul driven life every single day instead of it just being for the short period of time that we actually spend together. And so the reason I included this question was to share that if you work with me or if you do self-development in whatever form, it's not so much that you're never going to experience grief or maybe more negative experiences in your life. You're still going to experience them. I'm not naive to say that if you work with me, you'll never have any bad things ever happen to you, but you'll be able to cope with it a little bit more. You'll be able to understand what it is that you're actually feeling, why you're feeling that way, how to not be completely consumed with these negative emotions or negative experiences and how to use them as a learning curve and a learning opportunity instead of this big negative thing that's happened to you that then potentially is going to spiral and last weeks or months. Like for me, taking yesterday off of work and really being with my feelings and tapping into it and honoring them and not even putting attachment to them just being like this is what it is this is what I'm feeling has made me be able to show up today and hopefully for the rest of the week so much better than I would have if I had just maybe suppressed how I felt or been consumed with the feelings it's like we can have these feelings and emotions and not attach to them it's like oh I'm feeling really sad or like I'm feeling angry or disappointed or resentful, whatever the emotion is, and just be like, oh, how can I honor that today? Like, what can I do to honor that feeling? You don't even necessarily need to know why. Sometimes I think as humans, we want to put meaning and attachment to everything and be like, oh, I'm feeling like this because I'm grieving this person or I'm feeling like this because I'm on my period or I didn't sleep very well last night. It's like, we don't even need to do that. It's like just honoring how we're feeling because we're feeling it and being able to move through it, I think is such a powerful tool to have. Okay, so the next question is, how did you get into this field of work? It's really funny because this question has been coming up for me quite a lot in the past couple weeks. And I've been thinking to myself, I need to come up with like a better answer to it because I don't really even know where to start or how to even answer that question because I literally feel like this is just what I was meant to do 
So of course it just like naturally unfolded and happened. And it wasn't until I've like fully in this business that then I'm like, oh, how did I get here? (laughs) It's really strange to explain, but if we kind of take it back a step and I guess I share long story short of like how I kind of fell into this, then it'll make a little bit more sense. But my family has always been super open to spirituality. So it's not really something that I have ever had to learn or I guess something that has like because it just was so natural and so normal for my family so there was constantly psychics in and out of the house growing up my dad used to do tarot readings for people my dad was also trained in reiki so whenever i would have growing pains or couldn't sleep he would do reiki on my legs or on my body and so for me it was super normal like growing up at a young age surrounded by this kind of thing and I have a really beautiful story to share with you guys on another episode um I won't share it here because it's a little bit lengthy but basically my mum met me in spirit form through a psychic before I was even born or before I was even conceived um and so since having this like crazy story and like being told that growing up I've always believed in psychics and spirits and our ability to connect with the other side so again it just felt like super natural for me it's not something that I've really ever had to like learn or look into because it was just surrounded by like I was just surrounded by that growing up um but it's a really really cool story and that's why I want to convince my mum if you've ever come to a touch of clarity wellness center you would have met my mum she works in reception and she's like my best friend and um I really wanted to get her on the podcast because she can tell that story plus a bunch of other spiritual stories to do with past loved ones and um spirits that she's connected with but it's just about convincing her to get on the show. Um, so fingers crossed we'll be able to do that by next year. Um, and then that way she'll be able to share the story a little bit better than I would be able to. But yeah, it was just like I've always been really interested and drawn to spirituality. And then I learned about meditation at the age of like 15 and had like an on and off um, relationship with meditation. My mum once came home with a meditation CD and maybe like five or six crystals when I was about 15. Um, So I always felt like drawn to that. And then I kind of dropped off like using that and practicing meditation going through school and high school especially. And then I got into uni and uni if any of you listening have gone to uni you know what I mean it is like a really stressful period of time so I kind of got back into meditating then and just loved it like felt so connected to myself so connected to the practice and also the universe when I meditated so loved that went to uni studied psychology I thought that I wanted to open like a very traditional clinical type of a wellness center um I don't really even remember why I signed up for psychology. I think I studied it in year 12 and it was probably the only subject that I actually enjoyed studying, like learning about the brain. So yeah, went to uni, was very, um, I guess, encouraged through my school to go to uni straight from school. So I did that. I graduated with this expensive piece of paper, didn't really know what I wanted to do. 
I definitely didn't want to study. I had just studied, yeah, like three years straight after school. I was super over it, needed a break, was overworking in retail or fast food and sick of the low um, pay that I was getting. So fell into a full-time job, which was just beautiful and got very comfortable with the money, with the lifestyle, with the job itself. It was very beautiful and easy. And then one day I was at work listening to a podcast and it was all about manifestation and the law of attraction, which like I had never heard of before. And it suggested the book, The Secret. And so I was like, okay, so started listening to the audio version of that. And I remember it plain as anything. I had caught up with some girlfriends. If you're from Adelaide, we went to Harbour Town, the outlet stores, and I was driving home listening to The Secret. And it said something about, um, why don't you manifest something super easy for tomorrow? And so in my mind, they stated like, you know, you could manifest a car park or you could manifest a cup of coffee, like whatever it could be. So I remember being like, hmm, I was very skeptical at this point. I was like, okay, let's try and manifest like this cup of coffee. No one at my corporate job at the time, like bought each other coffee. Um, And I remember being like, okay, I'm going to manifest a cup of coffee for tomorrow. Set the intention, did like the like intention setting practice that they suggest in the book. Did it, let it go, didn't give it a second thought. Drove home, slept, woke up the next morning for work, didn't even think about it. Walk into my office and on my desk sat is a cup of coffee. I was like, what the heck? Where did this come from? Had no idea. It turns out one of my colleagues just bought it for me and they were like, oh, I was buying myself a coffee and for some reason got the download that like you would need a coffee this morning as well. And I was like, what the heck? And so from that moment, obviously, all of the doubts about manifestation disappeared. I was like, this stuff works. I need to learn more about this. And so I literally just went through like a manifestation haul. Like I learned everything and anything that I could about manifestation. I read all of these books and I listened to all these podcasts and I just went absolutely nuts. And through that process, it taught me so much about spirituality and about self-development and how manifestation literally comes from within. And I then just knew that that was what I wanted to be surrounded by all the time. Like I wanted to be in this energy of like knowing that I am the creator of my reality, knowing that I can manifest whatever I want. It was so empowering for me coming back into this energy of like, I can do whatever the heck I want with my life. And I started then figuring out what I wanted to do, what I wanted to do with my life. And I knew that I wanted to help people. I love the way that the human brain works. I think it's so complex and so interesting. So started studying like neuroscience and started looking into our limiting beliefs and our subconscious and going down this huge rabbit hole of just consuming as much information as I could. And then on the side, I was again listening to all of this manifestation stuff and they said to start showing up as if. And it was a really cool concept where you start showing up to the universe as if you are the version of you that you want to be. So maybe that version of you that you're not, that you aren't yet, but you know that you want to be. 
and also using tools like visualization and scripting and all of this. So whenever I would be driving to work, I would literally in my mind visualize that I was driving to my wellness center and I had no idea what I was going to do in the wellness center. I had no idea like I knew I wanted to help people, but I didn't know how that was going to be. I was like, oh, I guess it's like with my psych degree, I guess kind of in this like more traditional way. But I also knew that I wanted to include like manifestation, law of attraction and stuff. So it was like I didn't know how, but I was still just like showing up and visualize, visualizing. And so I yeah started visualizing that I was driving to my wellness center I also saw a psychic who told me like all of these things that just confirmed like these niggles and these little feelings that I had. Um, and then I went on a wellness retreat, which was so random how this unfolded. It's crazy. And I think I'm going to do like a whole nother episode all about like my manifestations and like what has come true. And I'll kind of explain it a little bit better there. But I essentially had um, this mansion at the time was called Mindspo Mansion and it was Rochelle Fox and Chris Souls their retreat house and I had that on my vision board at the time to represent the energy of being like a healer and somebody who does self-development never in a million years thought that I would go on one of their retreats but I did it ended up that me and my best friend Liv who I now um, share a home with and we both just randomly put in our application didn't think we'd get approved also didn't have the money or didn't really know how we were going to make it happen but we did we went on this retreat it was a self-love retreat and through that process of going to Bali being like meeting all of these strangers who I could be whoever I wanted to be to them so they're like oh what do you do I'm like oh I'm a healer even though I was just starting to become a healer I was like stepping into this like next level version of myself and I was like yeah like this is what I'm going to do like within the next few years I'm going to open a wellness center went through huge transformation through self-love we did so much about manifestation and like high like raising up your self-worth and that was just like so transformative for me and then I came home COVID hit So then I had all this downtime of like working my other job from home and I was able to create my online crystals or spirituality store, um, which was just like a hobby. I just wanted to like buy some crystals and essential oils and journals and put them online. And that did really well. And so I then started like showing up more in the energy of expanding my vision of the wellness center and then one day I was like, okay, I'm going to do like, I'm going to look for like properties and I'm going to have a look at spaces just to get like ideas of how much it would cost. And again, doing like the activity of like showing up, like if I'm serious about opening this wellness center, I would be looking for properties online. Right. So started looking, didn't even think at the time to get a space in Adelaide Hills. Like the Hills is not really somewhere that I would really venture to. I was from down South at the time. But anyway, I found this really, really beautiful space up in Adelaide Hills and the psychic that I mentioned I saw told me that she saw the property that I was going to move into to open the wellness center up in the trees. And I was like, okay, interesting. Like I'm more from the beaches, but you know, we'll go with it. And a few weeks 
before I found this property, I also pulled some tarot cards with my mum and we had a really beautiful tarot card that came up and it had this really beautiful archway looking out onto this big property and the artwork had like two adults stood with their arms around each other like looking at the property and anyway I drove up just to like look outside of the property that I found and I was like looking in it and looking through the window with my mum thought it was absolutely beautiful loved the location And then all of a sudden we saw this big arch and I was like, what the heck? Like this is literally deja vu from the tarot card. And I have a photo from two years ago. My mum stood under the arch with her arm out, like pretending to wrap around someone. And I took a photo to like compare it to the tarot card. And then I just felt when I was there looking at the property, like this is like home, like this is the place that I want to be. Keeping in mind, I had zero business experience, zero clients, was just finishing up my Reiki practitioner training, had no idea what I was doing or my vision or anything like that, but just had this like intuitive pull to want to do it. And so I called the realtor and I was like, can I come for a viewing? Again, just more so as this act of like showing up to the universe. And he like took me for a tour a couple days later. And when I was there, just found myself saying the words, yep, I'll take it. And I was like, oh my God, like this is happening. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just like completely diving into this new venture. I had a full-time job at the time. So I don't know how I thought I was gonna like run a wellness center with this full-time job, but hey, we did it. And two years on, here we are. So that's kind of like still a long story, but a short version of like how I ended up doing what I'm doing. I just literally fell into it. It was just this absolute guided gut feeling leap of faith. And so far it's paying off and I'm learning so much and I am loving it. But it's just nuts when I think about how it happened because everyone's like, oh, like, what's your story? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it just kind of happened. (laughs) And so that takes me on to the next question, which I feel like I've semi already answered. But how did you decide to start your own business and what steps did you take? So I guess I already shared about how I decided to start the business. It just sort of started as a showing up and a manifestation practice that has turned into a full-blown business Um, and I think for me it was just like this inner knowing that I am here to help people in whatever form that is I knew that I didn't want to work like a nine-to-five job like I don't mind the corporate world. I think that there's part of me that's like very drawn to that. But equally, there's this huge, this like bigger part of me that knows that that just doesn't sit right. I had like a moment when I was working my corporate job where I sat there and somebody told me that they'd worked this role for like 50 years. And I remember just feeling like this overwhelming feeling of like, I can't do that. 
like that suits some people and I think that's so beautiful if that's their calling and that's what they're meant to do but in that moment I was like I can't do this I really wanted to work a very flexible beautiful impactful job where I can actually make change in the world and try my best as like this one individual to make small ripple of change within other people's lives and I really feel like I'm doing that in the center like I get to meet so many beautiful people I get to help people make their life just that little bit better or at least cope with their life a little bit better and a little bit more easily and for me like that's the most rewarding thing ever like I think we spend majority of our lives working And so I never wanted to work a job that didn't have like deep meaning for me because I wanted my life and I want my life to mean something and be impactful. So that's why I was like, I have to do this business. (laughs) Um, The second part of that question was what steps did you take? So to be honest, In hindsight, I wish that I had started the business with a little bit more of financial security or a bit more of a financial blanket. But I was like 23 when I decided to do this and I think it's turned out absolutely beautiful. But it would be less stressful if I was a little bit more logical with making the decision of opening the center. As I said, I had no savings, no clients, no business experience. I've learned a lot about business and also about myself through this process. So like I wouldn't have it any other way. But in saying that, I would have for sure done a few things differently so if you are looking to start a business my biggest advice for you would be save up as much money as you can in order to open it because for a very long time you will not be seeing a profit it will just be money going out and the money that comes in will be recycled within the business my second piece of advice would be to invest in of course a business course like I've done a few business courses now and they've been so helpful but also invest in yourself running a business will be the most triggering thing you ever do especially if it's a service-based business like my clients sometimes come in with issues that are literally what I am experiencing in my personal life or what I have experienced and you would think that you're completely healed from it but listening to them you like spark or evoke like an emotion within myself and so then I'm like oh there's like a little bit of an opportunity to do some more healing here or like I'll be a little bit like I'll just notice things and a lot of times you especially I think as a woman in business you equate your self-worth to how successful your business is and don't get me wrong some weeks I can be fully booked and I can be in flow and the business is just happening and then in other weeks it's so stagnant no one books in you have these moments of like oh my god what am I doing I have no money I am stressed all the time I am a workaholic And it can be so hard. So it's like you have to, alongside of running your business and helping other people, especially if you're in like a self-development or a service-based business, you also need to be doing the inner work. Because if you don't, it will be such a struggle for you. 
like on like a personal level and also your business will suffer because as we know everything is energy and if your energy is blocked then your business will be blocked as well so my biggest advice would be don't be afraid to like invest in yourself and your business and then also it would probably be to utilize social media i wish that i had created my instagram like a few years prior to what i did even if i wasn't like but i didn't really know that i was opening the business but if you know that you want to open a business i would create a instagram like right now and start showing up like continuously and consciously and start utilizing such a powerful tool like instagram and other social media platforms tiktok facebook linkedin like they are free resources that help us to get ourselves out there and even if you just start showing up as like a personal page to start with and then transition into a business page like I wish that I had started my Instagram growth earlier and also started showing up as an expert or like using Instagram as a tool so like creating content every week and being very conscious of what I was putting out there because now that I've started doing that like my business has had so much growth since I've started being really conscious of the content and consistently showing up but if I had done that maybe like two years prior to launching the business then I could have launched and already had like a book of clients so that would be another big um, tip that I would suggest if you are thinking about opening a business and also just getting support like having people that you can rely on and also having people who have a business because people around you can support you to their best ability but nobody understands the stress of having a business like other business people so for me lately I've when I feel stressed I will like contact one of my like friends who run a very similar like service-based business and I'll just like talk to them about all of my worries and concerns and that's been really really good for me to have somebody who actually understands distress like when you run a business like so for example I'm a healer but I'm not just a healer I also run a shop and do admin so you've got all of that stuff and you wear that hat you're a receptionist you're a content creator a podcaster a blogger you also have to be networking constantly and showing up so you're a PR person like there's so so many layers to running a business and what your role can entail so you're literally having like eight or nine jobs within one job oh and then my other my last little piece of advice if you did want to start a business is do what i've done and work another job like two days a week or three days a week whatever that means for you or like in the evenings or whatever so that you can take the pressure off of yourself financially so i work i am like contracted to another business two days a week and that has been so helpful for me because I know with those two days of work that my rent for my house and I have enough money for rent bills and food so that side of things is all covered so then the rest of the money that's coming in can go straight into the business instead of having this pressure of running a business to survive I'm running my business to build my business so that would be like the biggest piece of advice is yes dive in like full like fully with like both you know feet but also be smart about it and have some type of financial security to take the pressure off okay i was gonna make this episode so quick but i am like diving deep into these answers so i need to get moving 
The next one is what are your main goals for next year, both personal and work-wise? I love this question and I am still figuring out my intention and my mantra and my energy for next year. But just quickly, a few that come to mind. On a personal level, I really want to focus on my health and my practices. So when I get busy, especially with the business, my health practices, so working out, eating healthily, like focusing on me, drop off, and also my spiritual practices. So meditating, doing breath work, EFT, doing my oracle and tarot cards, like connecting in with myself also drop off. So a big one for me, which is something that I'm starting at the moment, is coming back to what I need and showing up for myself. So that's looking like a morning and evening practice and also setting like alarms to remind me to do these things and also setting reminders in my calendar and actually scheduling in these um like these time blocks to actually journal or meditate so that would be like a big one and a big one for my personal life would be balance I really I it's so hard because I'm in this like torn mindset of like wanting to show up so much for my business and really wanting to like get fully booked up next year and just like smash it and then also wanting to know that I've done like two years of putting in so much work and at times sacrifice like my personal life. So wanting to come back to this really beautiful balance where I can still go to festivals and to the beach and party with my friends or just like hang it like social, like I'm, I'm not a huge drinker. So when I say party, I don't mean like drink, I mean like dance. Um, but then also being an energetic match for the business so it's really really hard but like a huge goal of mine would be to like work out that balance for next year um in terms of work as i mentioned in the intro i've got so much in the work so it would be launching my new group program launching my new one-on-one program um finishing my nlp timeline therapy and hypnotherapy studies it would be finishing my yoga studies and my diploma of counseling so i've got three major studies that are going on at the moment and i would just love to have them all finished by next year and like integrated into the business um and yeah i would say that they're the main ones that i can like think of off the top of my head i do a really beautiful like manifestation ceremony in the late december And I think I will be definitely doing that again. And that's where I will get like more nitty gritty about my goals. Um, So maybe I'll do like another episode about like goal setting um, and share a little bit more with you then. Um, So the next question, which is one that I got quite a bit was, I want to work with you, but I don't know what to book in for. Please help. So it really depends on what your intention is or what you want to experience. So if you want the more mindset, sort of breaking through your limiting beliefs, understanding yourself a bit more in the way that you think, I would book in for EFT. And then as of next year, I would book in for an NLP timeline therapy or hypnotherapy session. But for right now, as this podcast episode airs, EFT would be amazing for you that would really help you to get into the more mindset, the more subconscious beliefs and really recoding how you think and how you show up. We do a lot of work around your perception and then also your internal representation and how that may be limiting you or blocking you from 
stepping into this version of you or creating this life that you want if you want to get more into spirituality or manifestation or like connecting with your guides then i would definitely recommend can um booking in for a reiki or sound healing or breath work session my most uh, popular offer is the 90 minute deep chakra healing session because within that you get sound healing and you get reiki and also me channeling so this is when i can tell you if you've got any guides around you at the moment sometimes i can see things that i can share with you give you messages so that's my like most popular offer if you want a bit more of like to i guess release some past trauma or you feel like you physically have blocks and you want to participate in your healing and also you want to deepen your connection to spirituality then i would book in for a breathwork session or book in for a breathwork and reiki session so if you did the 90 minute breathwork session we could do breathwork as well as sound healing and reiki so that's just kind of like a brief overview if you want more of a specific answer please send me a dm i'm more than happy to explain in a little bit more detail like what session would be best for you if you tell me your situation and your intention the next question is how is the house i love that i know a lot of you especially if you're my clients you know that i went through this big period of time of wanting to move out of home and in with my best friend Liv, who i mentioned at the beginning of the episode and we did it in august and it's just been absolutely beautiful the process of moving was for sure a trigger for like this huge huge rebirth for me which again I'll do like another episode on because I'm already conscious of the time of this episode but that was a huge huge turning point for me I felt like I had done so much growth within myself for the business and opening the business made me grow so so much but I was still lacking this part of me in like my personal growth and I know that I needed to do that outside and like living on my own independently so yeah my best friend and I um, decided to find a house and we found the most beautiful house which just ticked all of our manifestations like we were like we wanted it to be a very open space and we wanted three bedrooms and a little garden and like it was just absolutely beautiful and I love it and we're still I think there's still a little bit more to do with the furniture like moving things around that we need to do but so far it's yeah been beautiful how do you deal with judgment of others i see you showing up online and i wish that i could do that too oh that's a big one and in all honesty it's something that i have to practice every single day i always say to people that i am a recovering people pleaser because i still have moments where i people please and it upsets me so much because it's such a violation to myself and I know that and it's like you need to put yourself first and yeah you may hurt other people's feelings or you may upset somebody because they thought that you were that person like they thought that they could always rely on you to say yes because previously they've walked all over you so of course it's going to be a shock to them if you all of a sudden start saying no but I think with like boundary setting and all of that as long as your intention is pure 
and your intention is good that it doesn't really matter the other person's response because they'll get over it if you guys are meant to be in each other's lives and if they don't get over it and you showed up through love and you showed up through the purest intention then they're not really your person anyway so if they drop off it doesn't really matter because they would have dropped off in another month or year or whatever but I also look at judgment a lot because if somebody's judging me and I'm feeling triggered about that I often look at it and think is there a part of me that's also judging me for that because if there wasn't I don't think I would feel so activated when I hear them say that thing so it's like looking at that like taking some internal reflection and being like is there a part of me that's judging myself for that too and then the second part of it is looking at that person's life looking at the way that they treat others that they show up that like how their life is like their job their personal life their friends their relationship status and then looking at how happy they are and asking yourself would i want to live that person's life so the person that's judging you or giving you advice that you didn't ask for would i want to live their life nine times out of ten the answer is no and so then i wouldn't take on board what they're saying if the answer is yes then maybe there's a little bit of value in what they're sharing so you could like you know look at it analyze it see what bits land take what resonates leave what doesn't but nine times out of ten it will be a no and if that's the case then i wouldn't take on board what they're saying i would just let it wash over you and let it go and i always come back to the quote of hurt people hurt people healed people heal people and so if that person is spitting venom at you or judging you or saying all these things they're not your person anyway and you know most people will judge somebody and then they'll move on like 30 seconds later and never give it a second thought so just think like am I going to show up in life for me and what makes me happy or if it's you know in terms of your business what's going to make your business thrive or are you going to show up and live like this version of you that this other person wants you to live which is usually a small condensed version of who you really are judgments a really hard one i think as humans we want to be accepted i think as women as well we really want to be accepted but sometimes you're not going to please everyone and it can be really hard like i said it's a practice but just coming back to you and your authentic mission or your authentic message checking in with yourself and if you're in alignment you're feeling good you're looking at everything through the lens of love who cares what that small-minded person thinks if you're really struggling with it something that has helped me so much especially with showing up on social media is eft i did so much work around boundary setting and um, releasing the judgment of others and that has made me be able to show up on my stories i'm planning instagram lives which i would have never have done and also helped me to show up through um the podcast and also on my reels so the next question i want to get into self-development but i don't know where to start this is a really really good question and my biggest advice would be to do what i did and just start looking um and consuming free content so this podcast beautiful way to start other like-minded podcasts 
look at people on YouTube, follow Instagram accounts. Like you can add to your like favorite Instagram followings now. So I have like my normal feed, but then I also add people to my favorites. And when I'm in that mood of like wanting to consume like very conscious media, I'll go onto that setting and I'll just look through, it's like healers or coaches or self-development people. And I'll just sit with it and like learn getting books like reading or audiobooks if that's more your thing like just consume as much information as you can and then from that you'll see what stuff lights up your soul so for me it was the more spiritual side of things manifestation law of attraction connecting with your spirit guides tarot like all of that kind of stuff was what made me excited so then I started going into that kind of stuff but you might listen to a podcast that talks about how the brain works or about the subconscious brain you know you might like Dr. Joe Dispenza like that stuff might be really cool for you um some recommendations if you did want some free uh, resources Shayla Quinn is amazing she's a yoga teacher she has a podcast called the inspired life and she has a YouTube channel where she does spiritual blogs uh, sorry vlogs she also does blogs um, Hitomi if you want to search Hitomi on Instagram or on YouTube she's amazing like very conscious um, there's just so many podcasts like I listen to the almost 30 podcast I listen to be to be magnetic um, I listen to Hannah's uh, my business coach Hannah's podcast like hers is amazing like there's so much literally on your podcast platform type in self-development or spirituality or whatever it is that you want to learn and then just go from there alternatively work with a healer or a coach I think having that person there to guide you and having that person to challenge your thoughts it's amazing and that will just be so transformative if you're not yet ready to do one-on-ones like find a group container or even a self-paced course that's what I did like for example you don't have to join mine but my self-paced course is it's called mindful not mindful and it's 99 dollars. like a one-off fee you get access to the portal you also get access to a facebook group with like-minded people and that would just literally like ignite your self-development and spirituality journey that would be amazing how do i figure out who my guides are really beautiful question i have a whole podcast episode all about that um i'll link it in the show notes i think it's called like how to communicate with my guides um that would be really beneficial listen to that or alternatively again sign up to mindful not mindful there's a whole section all about communicating with your guides and how to connect with your guides but literally just ask them to come through sit in meditation get yourself grounded and ask them to come through in the highest good of all and they will they will come through and they will show you maybe not in that meditation but then on instagram you'll see like a name constantly appear or an archangel or you'll get like a white feather whatever it is they will start showing up to you you just have to invite them in but definitely go listen to that other podcast episode um, because I dive into that topic a lot in a lot more detail how do you stay so positive and energetic oh that's a good question 
for me, it's all about how I feel. So like I said, I'm going through this period of time at the moment where I like I just didn't feel that good yesterday and today, but I'm so in tune with myself that I know that I'm feeling off and I have a reason why I'm feeling off with the grief that I'm going through. But sometimes I won't have that. Sometimes I won't know why I'm feeling the way that I am feeling. And so it's just about becoming in tune with your body understanding your emotions and knowing that you feel slightly off and then having this toolkit to refer back to so i teach my one-on-one clients especially my three-month container clients so many tools on how to make yourself feel more energized through breath work intention setting through cleansing your energy through somatic release through high vibrational music like i give my clients so many tools on how to maintain energy plus also how to move through a period of time where you don't feel your best and i think it's about consistency i often get people that come to me and when they're not feeling the best that is when they will meditate and that's when they'll come to me for healing which is beautiful but it's also about having these practices before it gets to that point so you know you wouldn't like let's talk about the dentist for example you wouldn't just go to the dentist for a clean when you have toothache like you brush your teeth every single day hopefully you floss and use mouthwash and do all of these preventative things and then if you feel like you need to go to the dentist like you'll go to the dentist so it's like having all of these I guess hygiene practices to like clear your mind to clean your mind to clean your energy having them in place will literally help you to become a high vibrational person like you know those people that you meet and they've just got so much energy and they're so beautiful and you just feel like so drawn to them that's their energy that's their aura it's because they're like magnetic and so you're only going to get into that if you have these regular practices and you've got your toolbox to lean back onto so as i said if you want to learn more about that you can book in for a free 15 minute clarity call with me to see if the three month container is a fit for you or join my self-paced course i also have some audios so I've got like meditation, breathwork and sound healing audios that are super cheap. They're up on my website, one off fee, download them and it'll start teaching you these tools. Oh, I wanted this episode to be like 20 minutes, but it's ended up being close to an hour. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I had some other questions I was planning on answering, but we'll leave it here and I'll maybe do like a part two. Um, But I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Maybe you've learned something about me or my business, or maybe it has kind of sparked you to dive into self-development or spirituality a little bit deeper. As always, please send me any comments or leave us a review. It means so much to me to know who I'm talking to, who's on the other side of this episode. And if there's any topics that you want me to cover, please send me a DM. I would rather create podcast episodes that you actually want to listen to and that you actually enjoy um, more so than ones that I just want to create. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. I am so grateful and I just love all of you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And if you're in Australia, stay warm. It's so stormy and yucky today when I'm recording 
Um, but yeah, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Remember that you can't rewrite your past, you can only recode your future. If you want more information on the work I do, please visit my website www.atouchofclarity.com.au or come over to my Instagram at a touch of clarity. Please remember to subscribe and write a review as it means so much to me. Have a beautiful day and I really hope that we connect again soon.